1996, Bill Gates said, content is king. And boy was he right. Three decades later, it still occupies the throne. For lawyers, law firms, and companies serving the legal industry, content marketing and thought leadership marketing are must if they want to build their books of business or increase their revenues. Hi, I'm Wayne Pollock. I'm a former AmLaw 50 senior associate who discovered the world of content marketing and thought leadership marketing and hasn't looked back. In each episode of this podcast, I interview lawyers and legal industry in-house marketers who are doing big things with their content marketing and thought leadership marketing. This is Legally Contented. Welcome to episode number 34 of Legally Contented. I'm your host, Wayne Pollock. This is another Practice Pointer episode where I give you some food for thought that hopefully helps you and your colleagues do bigger things with your content marketing and thought leadership marketing efforts. In this episode, greasing the business development skids. When it comes to marketing and business development, there are few tactics as effective as a consistent content marketing or thought leadership marketing program. And there's a number of reasons why a program could be so effective and I could spend hours talking about all the various benefits. But to me, the biggest benefit that a consistent thought leadership or content marketing program brings to a law firm or practice group or lawyers at those firm or that practice group is that it can help grease the business development skids. A steady stream of content that's relevant and valuable and compelling can get a client a prospective client, 90% of the way there in terms of convincing them that a particular law firm or, or practice group or even particular lawyer is the right choice for them given their legal needs. At that point, all the lawyers have to do is get over that finish line. They have to go that last 10% and explain to the uh, prospective client that they are the right choice for them given their particular legal need. They don't have to prove their qualifications because the content has done it already. So let me explain four reasons why content marketing and thought leadership marketing can grease the business development skids at a law firm. First, obviously, when it comes to relevant, valuable, and compelling content, when you have content that consistently shows off a a law firm's or practice group's or a lawyer's knowledge and wisdom regarding a particular area of the law or a particular industry, it goes a long way in showing a would-be client that the lawyers have the goods, right? They have this content. It's showing all the time, whether it's weekly blog posts, whether it's bi-weekly videos or podcast episodes, whatever form of content is being created by consistently showing that there is smarts behind the scenes that the people who are creating this content must know what they're talking about. They're following developments in the law. They're following developments in a particular industry. That content can go a long way to prove that the lawyers are qualified to handle that prospective client's legal issue without the lawyers having to say so themselves. Number two, consistent creation of content both shows mastery, but it also builds trust. Related to the first point, if a law firm or a practice group or some lawyers are consistently creating content. They have a weekly feature or a monthly feature or an annual feature or a quarterly feature that is some kind of recap, some kind of analysis of the of the law they practice or the industry they serve. That consistency shows that they have mastery and uh, they have mastery of the topic and are probably authorities regarding those topics because again, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to talk so much about this this stuff. They wouldn't have so much content to publish if they weren't knowledgeable 
about the substance. They weren't knowledgeable about the areas of the law and the industry. They'd have, they wouldn't have much to say if they weren't knowledgeable. But because they're so knowledgeable, because they have the ears to the ground of what's going on with clients and developments in the law and the industry, they have a consistent flow of content. And also that consistency breeds trust. If you see that a law firm or you see that any uh, professional services provider has published a quarterly review or a weekly review and it's gone on for years, you can trust that they are trustworthy, that they say what they do, they are disciplined. And I think that really impacts clients well and favorably for a law firm or a practice group because it conveys that this set of lawyers, they're trustworthy. They can be there for their client. They won't let them down. They'll be there because they've showed up so often with their marketing and business development efforts. Number three, Sometimes you'll see subjective comments sprinkled in to analyses, uh, whether it's in a blog post or whether it's in a bylined article or during a video or a podcast. And you have an opportunity to connect with your target audience through those subjective, almost informal uh, tidbits or comments you might make during an analysis. So for example, if you've got a white collar criminal defense attorney who always bangs the drum of overzealous prosecutors typically bringing charges that they can't prove in court, but they do it for political and for public relations reasons, when you have a client on the receiving end of perhaps those same charges, you think to yourself, well, gee, that client's going to think to themselves, well, gee, this person knows what I'm talking about. They, they know what I'm feeling. They've seen it before. Or you could have an example of this with, let's say, a regulatory attorney who makes comments about how the regulating entity is always one step behind uh, or is not as advanced with its thinking. And that hurts the entities that this regulator uh, regulates because they are forced to have to confine to you know an older scheme of laws or rules or regulations. That is a great way to connect again with the audience because you have these comments that are showing the would-be client that you're already on their side, you see the world from their perspective, and that you are again qualified or your colleagues are qualified to help them with their particular legal issue. Fourth, when you have those same kind of subjective comments sprinkled in to thought leadership content, but they're more personal. They're references to family outings. They're references to hobbies or outside interests. You build rapport that way too. You could imagine how you have an attorney who might be writing a blog post referencing his or her love for classic cars, and then you've got a prospective client who might like classic cars too. And that's already some small talk to make. You can imagine also where you've got the client saying to the attorney, hey, I read your last blog post before you came here. Uh, I can't believe that you think the 1965 Mustang is the worst uh, Mustang of the 60s. It's obviously the 1962 Mustang. You have that kind of rapport built in that can that might only have been built after hours of conversation where one of you finds out that you have an interest in classic cars or whatever that outside interest might be. But by creating content that occasionally sprinkles in some personal anecdotes or some personal thoughts, you can build that bridge with the client before you even meet with the client so the skids are greased. I know, content marketing and thought leadership marketing is tough. It is not easy to create relevant, valuable, compelling content on a regular basis with everything else going on, but it can help grease the business development skids. It is a worthy investment because if it can get you and your colleagues 90% of the way there in a very difficult game of marketing and business development, given how competitive the legal industry is these days and how competitive large uh, and small and any size law firms are with each other, any 
unfair advantage that's above board, but any unfair advantage is going to be helpful given the competition. A strategic content marketing or thought leadership marketing program that is consistently putting out there relevant, valuable, and compelling content that is calibrated to the interests and the needs of the target audiences can serve as an unfair advantage when it comes to marketing and business development content. Well, that's a wrap for this Practice Pointer episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you received some value from the episode, please leave a review for us on your favorite podcast platform and maybe tell one, two, or even 10 of your colleagues about the podcast. If you have a content marketing or thought leadership marketing topic you would like us to discuss on a future Practice Pointer episode, please email us at hello at legallycontented.com. Hello at legallycontented.com. Until next time, thanks again for tuning in to Legally Contented.